Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Rapper Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpinito, your features editor. Roger Doggett, site founder. Andrew Stretch, your tired editor. Yeah, it's all about the tires with you, huh? Yeah, that's it. I'm a big racing game fan. <laughs> that's what I was going for. That's <laughs> yeah, Forza Horizon, or no, Forza Motorsports, just around the corner. Yep. That's true. Yep. It's been a while since we've had a just a motorsport coming out, but that's beside the point because we're not actually here to talk about tires. We are here to talk about Forza Motorsport and also like every other video game this year because it's... We, we decided we want to take a look at because we've been it's kind of been like a narrative for the past year right that like man there's a lot of games coming out this year and then you mm-hmm. look at october and it's like i don't want to think about it <laughs> because a there's just of, a lot yeah to the to the readers listening at home i don't know why i said readers um readers a bit of inside ears. baseball we here at tech raptor are fucking exhausted <laughs> <laughs> this year this year has been go 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 like i was looking at my at reviews that i've written only reviews not looking at any like previews or anything and in january alone this year i did persona 3 portable back to back with the dead space remake um and just like that's that was just a small microcosm of january for me and every single week that there has been new announcement, it's been like, oh, another game in October, in November? Yeah, it's literally gotten to the point that I have a spreadsheet tracking what we're covering, and I just send that to PR now. I'm like, all right, I'll do the best I can to fit this in, but for transparency, this is what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them are like, yeah, we're tired too. Um, <laughs> so, like, it's not just us and yeah it's it's been absolutely bonkers like yeah. i don't think we've had a year like this and and, and now, to, now to play some outsider ba- some normal ba- no okay wait so insider baseball is like the this the inside i want to go to the outside of it now just baseball to talk baseball for this for we're this, gonna be right? a baseball podcast baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah to, to try and talk that i think it says a lot that for for us you know when we're media we're in it I think it's pretty common for us to feel a little overwhelmed with games because it's like we're I think we're seeing more than your average person, right? Your casual person. Not, and it's like not like an access thing. It's more like we're tracking all of these games, right? Like like mentally because it's part of the gig. Um, but I've been hearing a lot of people. I've been seeing a lot of discussion, Twitter, Reddit, et cetera, of uh, even just average people, people who are, aren't in the industry, who aren't in media, who are just like, man, there's a fuck ton of games out. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like it's it feels very palpable this year, a lot more than more so than pe- previous ones that I've I've been feeling, you know. Yeah, it just it's like it's back to back to back to back to back every week. There's some sort of a release. And granted, I look at from indie all the way up to AAA for our coverage. So there's a lot that I look at. But even in kind of the AAA, double A space, like it's been. I can't think well, of a time that I've played as many double A AA and triple A games in a single year. Yeah. We're, um, a, we're a little bit less than a month away from a Sonic game, a, Mar- a 2D Mario game, and Spider Man 2 dropping within three days. How are you. Yeah. What? Wait. What? Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait, and that's wait, not that's... even counting like Alan Wake um, <laughs> around the same period and a couple others. Yeah, Alan Wake's like, a week later. Yeah, I, I, it just actually just hit me that fucking uh, it's a 2D Sonic and 2D. It's 1990 whatever again, y'all. It's we're back. 
Genesis do you Game Boy. Someone figured that out and and released that or something that this is like the first time that a 2D Mario and a 2D Sonic are releasing like in the same month since, you know, some some crazy date like the 90s. Uh wild. Sonic Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I think a good place for us to kind of start here is uh we are in September. Uh game of the year talk is on the horizon but not quite here yet. Uh, and you know, you'll notice every year, I mean, people always say like, there's a lot of recency bias. You always think about the games that come out in November and October and September when people talk game of the year. And I mean, it's somewhat fair considering like a lot, there's a lot of volume in those parts of the year, right? Cause Christmas is something that a lot of people shoot mm -hmm. for. A lot of marketing groups are aiming for that. Um, but there's a lot of games from earlier this year too. So maybe it might be good to kind of go through. And maybe stretch if you want to kick us off you told us some of your the games you reviewed in january but what are some games you don't want to forget from the early parts of the year when it comes to game of the year and one so, thing to throw out we do have a game calendar on the site so techraptor.net forward slash game dash calendar forward slash 2023 we'll have a list of a good chunk of the games that came out this year and then content we've written about them so definitely yeah. check that out as well mm-hmm Moving on from our sponsor. <laughs> Sponsored um, post. Yeah, I mean, the, the Dead Space remake was great, um, especially coming right off the back of December's... Um, what was the... What was it called? Something Protocol? Callisto Protocol. Callisto Protocol. Right yeah. off the back of Callisto Oops. Protocol to for them to just absolutely nail that dead space remake you know it did the same kind of thing that you know and this is going to be a weird comparison it felt very much like the wind waker hd to me that it was like this is the game i remember playing and i know that if i actually went back and played the original it would not be this but mm -hmm. this is this is how i feel it was when i was playing it on you know my 4.3 monitor back in whenever the original dead space came out yeah um a, a a little indie game from may that i was a huge fan of was ravenlock that was by coco cucumber that was like the third of their like voxel voxel bit uh trilogy uh that was like a, a four hour sit down and play it's on game pass um it was just a just a fun little game to play mm. yeah well right what about you what are some early 2023 entrance for you yeah i mean i i would say the first half of 2023 for me was probably a little more indie focused um i'm on a fishing kick this year i guess um so uh yeah. you know starting off with dredge you, i'm not going to respond to your fucking emails quit trying to fish <laughs> uh, i get it I just need your password andrew um you know dredge was one that uh was early on in the year uh that i mean i dumped a ton of hours into that it was just it's a super chill experience um even with it being a little lovecraftian um and it's really definitely worth your time and then uh you know star wars jedi survivor mm. that that early part of the year put a lot of time into that one now right you're telling me that you're a star wars fan Oh yeah, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, if you're, I'm, not if you're listening I'm, not look, I'm not looking at the seven hundred dollar Venator class Lego. Okay. <laughs> um, what? 
What? I don't know. Just smile and wait. Move on. Move on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch Star Trek. I don't know what this shit's about. Um, but I. <laughs> You know, and you've got a lot of Star Wars memorabilia behind you. Just, just for the and, audio only listeners, for the people yeah. who are only listening, yeah, it's a shit ton of Star Wars behind me. Behind me, um, but yeah, I mean, Jedi Survivor was phenomenal. Uh, Terra Nil was another indie that that came up where you're big. It's a reverse city builder where you're restoring the ecosystem. Super chill, a lot of fun. Uh, really good gameplay loop replayability. Um, just i'm just like looking through the list on our site and i don't even remember half of this releasing stunned yeah yeah i know we did coverage for it i it's blank you're just Um, tired i'm tired chief i'm just i'm just i'm tired um yeah so i mean early year mid-year there there was just a lot Mm. I mean, I feel like the easy answer also is Tears of the Kingdom, right? Like that. Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah I that, felt that's... that that was unwarranted to, be, to even need to bring it up. Everyone's gonna remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yako won't. Oh. Well, he might for different reasons. <laughs> okay, this is why we don't let him on the podcast anymore. <laughs> uh, Hi-Fi Rush. I really like that a lot, and I love just the way it came out. Just the surprise, like you know, here it is. Go play it. From the uh, creators of that really fucking scary game comes Robbie Damon being a being a dude hanging out playing music. Yeah, just playing his guitar and hitting people with it. Uh, I mean, honestly, that game is so fun and worth your time. Just the way they use uh, "Perfect Drug" by Nine Inch Nails in the final boss fight, so cool, hundred percent, so cool. Do check it out. Would recommend. Um, uh, like a dragon machine. I enjoyed that. I don't know if that's necessarily game of the year, but it's it's a good reminder that within a year-ish time frame, there's going to be three Like a Dragon games coming out, which is kind of crazy to think about, um, considering how dense those games are. Like, just, just the amount of shit you can do in them. Um, so that'll be fun to, to, you know, kind of talk about and see how that goes throughout the year, right? Uh, and then I know some people really liked Octopath 2 this year, right? That was this year. I think so, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Octopath was this year. Yeah. So there's there's definitely been a lot from the early part of the year that uh, just it, it's easy to forget just because of how much other shit has been coming out in the past few weeks and is going to be coming out soon, right? Like, did you, do you remember that uh, Dead Island 2 came out this year? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Redfall. And Gollum, Redfall. yeah. And Gollum. Yeah. Has the 60 FPS patch come out for Redfall yet? Oh, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. I remember. Uh, Jesus. I looked uh, up Redfall 60 FPS patch. The first thing I find is on our Redfall. Where's the 60 FPS patch? <laughs> hey, someone's talking about it. That's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone's still the... excited for it. That's good. I mean, mm-hmm. once uh, Wild Hearts came out in February which was the Koei Tecmo uh, oh, Monster Hunter like game. Yeah. Just now uh, shut down. Just yeah, just a few weeks ago they announced that they were stopping support for the title. Mm-hmm. Um, so there won't be any future expansions. And that's been a, a whole six months. Um, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty wild. I think that Hard. they did get out everything that was on their roadmap, but you know, obviously there there wasn't the drive to to continue. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because when that news came out, I saw a lot of people that were like, you know, this is a really refreshing take on Monster Hunter and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And so it was fun. 
Again, I enjoyed it I think more it than just, I enjoy Monster Hunter games. Yeah, I think Fair. it just comes down to the the speed and quantity of things that are coming out. Studios aren't going to hold on to things for as long if they don't if they're not a hit. Well, yeah. I think that's maybe what what's making live service games right now kind of. I know that for a while it's been like everyone's chasing a live service game to make a lot of money. But if anything this year has taught me, it's that people are hungry for single player experiences, right? Like Baldur's Gate is probably still a month later, the biggest game on the internet right now. And it is mm. intensely single player. I mean, it's like there's the co-op, right? But like it's the story RPG that you focus on. There's no live service. Let's, I mean, there's a lot more than story if Twitter's to be believed. That's <laughs> true. That's, yeah, very thirsty. Y'all thing. are very thirsty. Like knowing that knowing that in Square Enix's future is like foam party and stuff. It's like I, you know, foam when it stars? comes to any foam stars, that's it. Foam star. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, when it when it comes to these, or like you know, if an indie developer is like putting out a new MOBA, it's like I just. I can't foresee the top dogs getting pushed out of their place. And it's, you know, it's really hard. Like, I don't ever want to be someone that, like, looks at a game and looks at the developer and says, why are you doing this? You're not, like, your your game is going to be dead in three months for or, like, dead in a year. But with how competitive the space is, it's just, it's crazy to look at Titans like, you know, Pokemon Unite showed up and was able to make a space in the MOBA field because it's Pokemon. Because of the name. Yeah. You know, season season two of the Crash Bandicoot MOBA came out. Did you What's guys that? know that? that? Wait, what is that? <laughs> was that Womble League? Yeah. Yeah, season uh-huh. two came out. They added Ripto from Spyro the Dragon. Oh. I'm not sure Spyro's in the game, but Ripto's there. He's who he's all who matters. Interesting. Um, yeah, and it's just like no, I'm you know, with you Then and you still can't break into the into the market. Then you mm-hmm. know it's so hard in such a competitive place, especially in this year, such competitive year. Well, I think the thing is, like at this point, I don't want to say you have to be perfect, but you have to be rock solid in your pitch in your presentation and in your launch where you're pretty much doomed as a as a live service game these days mm. because gamers are not forgiving at this point like the speed at which reviews go up on steam now pretty crazy um and that definitely really fucking good shit about cyberpunk 2.0 talking about gamers not being forgiven that I mean, I definitely don't think that we're going to see it hit the cultural zeitgeist in the same way, like how Sea of Thieves is is big again, but it's not like Apex big or or um, No Man's Sky kind of thing. But people are people are digging cyberpunk. You know what? Yeah. It's it's that meme always was that meme meme yeah, meme. What the fuck are you talking about? Always, yeah. it was I'm always good talk. I tore through one point oh. I don't know. I, don't know. I think I think no matter how you personally feel about it, the fact that it was delisted from the PlayStation store for about six months oh, yeah. kind of I'll be <laughs> honest, the only people I know that enjoyed 1.0 played on PC. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah I was on it, PC. 
Well, and you needed a beefy fucking losers. <laughs> yeah, and, and you needed a beefy ring to push through. Time. Yeah, you, you, it was fine. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, but I think that stretched around to a good point earlier that I kind of want to like break open and visit here is that it's a very competitive space now. I think for attention, I feel like we're at this point where like, you know, for a while, the whole $70 debate was pretty big because I mean, games are pretty expensive as far as media goes, right? Um, but I'm honestly kind of feeling like, especially over these next few months, the hotter commodity is attention and time, mm-hmm. not so much the money, right? Because it's, I, there's so many people I know where like, I'm going to add that to my backlog because I just do not have the bandwidth to even think about starting that game and let alone with all of these games being long experiences like the two like two of the biggest games of the year cheers of the kingdom and Baldur's gate they're not like three hours and you're done right like if you like them right if you want to get your experience with them you're talking like a hundred hour commitment each oh yeah you know yeah so games are getting longer and there's more of them so every game is just fighting for, like you said, attention at this point. And if you don't get that attention. That's like I'm I'm stupidly not worried about Spider-Man 2 and Mario Wonder because it'll be like, oh, well, I'll play Spider-Man 2 on my TV. And then when my wife wants to watch TV, I'll just pull my switch out of the dock and I'll play Mario Wonder. And it's like very kind of this is stupid like the only way that that's going to work for me is because of the the switch's portability and balance <laughs> so how come you don't solve that problem by buying the psp <laughs> well because i don't believe in getting scammed out of 200 dollars <laughs> for an overpriced tablet and a playstation controller sword in half <laughs> fair that's fair um yeah, I think that there there is some, I think everyone's going to have a different reason for all of the things that they're, like, why they're paying mm-hmm. attention to what, right? And it's, like, mm-hmm. lifestyle is one of them, but also, like, interests, right? Like, I think it's it's kind of hard to say, you know, oh, if someone's interested in Spider-Man 2, they're less likely to be interested in Mario, right? I don't, honestly, don't think that's the case for those two games. Yeah. I feel like they're really fighting for the similar crowd. There's a big overlap in their Venn diagram, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then a game like Like a Dragon Gaiden, right? Like that game, I think the, the Yakuza fan base has been more rabid than it's ever been for for better than worse, right? Like I love those games, but I also do think that that's a niche. You know what I mean? Like, And in terms of there's going to be probably a lot more people still playing Mario after Gaiden comes out, you know? Yeah. 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 And what Gaiden was just announced to be coming to Game Pass, right? Yep. It's coming to Game Pass, so low barrier yeah, entry. So that's, yeah, that's also an incredibly low barrier entry that just, like, pe- people go and play this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's and that's a good way, that's a good way to get someone's attention if they don't have to put in additional funds to enjoy the content. Right. But then, arguably, that also makes it even more of a chase to attention, don't you think? In that, like... If you're into Starfield, you are potentially still playing Starfield when Like a Dragon Gaiden comes out. So even mm-hmm. though you're getting Gaiden for free, you know, quote unquote asterisk for free, yeah. um, you still might be playing Starfield, you know? Well, and then eight days after Like a Dragon Gaiden is when Persona 5 Tactica drops on Game Pass, and we've just had Lies of P 
launch a day early on Game yeah. Pass because they were just like, it's it's live now, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, I'm so excited to play Lies of Pete. Like, dude, you play as Pinocchio and you kill puppets. Like, how do you not want to play that? And I just don't have that time right now because I'm like reviewing another game. I'm barely in Act Two of Baldur's Gate, and it's it's like I'm kind of glad I didn't jive with Starfield because I'm like, thank God that's like 100 more hours I'm free <laughs> to do other I'm- things now. I have just rescued the girl who was getting threatened by the snake in the in the druid um, the druid glaive in Baldur's oh. Gate Three. Mm. That's as far as I have gotten because you know life and other video games have come up. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the hard. Even like us who I mean, none of us do this uh, full time. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not like our only job, right? All a lot of us have other gigs that we have or other jobs that we have but even if we can't keep up with the year i don't know how average people are either you know but yet you still do see those headlines of like this thing sold you know x million copies in three days or whatever so Mm -hmm. it's still a healthy time for the industry i don't think it's like i'm worried games will never sell anymore but it's it's scary to me just how much there is coming out it's like you said earlier for me it's not even a money factor Mm. i can afford the games i don't have time like there's just you know i can't do 11 30 to 40 hour experiences in a month i just i can't whoever was attributed to that quote of like when you're a kid you have no no money but all of the time to play games and then you become an adult and you have the money to buy games but no time to play it but if I was if I was a kid now in high school with access to to Game Pass to a computer when they were doing like the free EGS stuff or just also the free games like Fortnite is fucking huge and people don't have to drop a cent into it. Mm-hmm. That's now they can get money I, back. I was yeah, that's true. When I was when I was growing up and I you know didn't have the you know the pocket money built up to purchase a new game. I was finding weird, like, shareware, abandonware games online of Sonic the Hedgehog running through a Doom level. And that's a real thing. That's a real thing oh, yeah. that exists. <laughs> and why isn't that game of the year every year? <laughs> <laughs> that's just bonkers. When we were younger, shareware was like, it was still kind of at its height. Mm. Um, yeah, just like, yeah, I'll download this 90s. executable why the fuck not yeah. Yeah, dot exe from bear share let's go <laughs> bear share okay, bear wow. share let's go damn that takes me back man you guys so, want to play some chess on zone.com no man i still log into congregate every now and then yeah same mm. um so with so many games i want to ask you guys what what is your metric for when you move on from a game like, how do you know, like, how quick are you to drop a game? How quick, like, how much do you try to stick with something? Honestly, for me, it's um, it's the it's the power of how much do I want to play that other game that just dropped. Because uh, mm. if I really want to play that, I will stop whatever current game I'm playing, probably, unless I'm really, really digging it, uh, to check out the new thing. You know, unless I have to, like, review something, you know, like, play a game for work or yeah. whatever. Um. I think 
the only two that have like games this year that have stuck to me where i'm like i'm not gonna stop playing these is tears of the kingdom and almost Baldur's gate 3 i i do want to get like i want to get back to it and keep grinding through it well you had you had packs interrupt all of that for you correct yeah packs and then um a few other things between then and now so it's like man a lot what about you for me it's if i'm a couple hours in and i'm not i can't see myself 100 percenting it like to me that's it's not so much the achievement bit but like am i willing to play that much that's some fucking is there something else in the logic right there <laughs> well, no <laughs> well, like right. you you don't start a game unless you're like i will 100 percent this no no it's like can i see myself 100 percenting this while there's this other game coming out in two days like that to me that's that's the engagement mm-hmm. metric of like mm-hmm. i will continue i really want to continue playing this if i have to balance two games um but only if i have to balance two games like that's how i i kind of make that decision mentally is like can i see myself just absolutely burning through this game am mm-hmm. i having that much fun but if i get a couple hours in and i'm like i can take it or leave it i'll drop it mm-hmm. um if the 100 percent drive it, ain't there yeah well, like for Witchfire, for example, I've been playing that and the first like two hours were brutal. Like we were talking about this pre-pod, like you are you are a literal peon. You're just getting dunked on. And I, yeah. I was getting frustrated because I just kept getting one shot. And then I finally got past that barrier like two, two and a half hours in. And I haven't put it down since. Mm. And there's I mean, it's on EGS, so there's no achievements. So achievements uh-huh. weren't the factor in this. Like for it's me, it was I hit this factor where I was like, "This is awesome." Well, um, wait, I, I sorry. We need to examine this. How does it feel having fun with a game without it being tied to achieve? Like, it's, do, I mean, it's not always about achievements at the end of the day. But for me, that's <laughs> that's the like. <laughs> Listen, I'm going. I'm going for perfect on everything. But like, I am at heart like a completionist. I like seeing and doing everything. And if mm. I can't see myself being willing to do that and there's another game that just released that i am interested in i'll hop and maybe come back mm. i have 56 games installed on my computer right now um and you've 100 at all of them right every single one no <laughs> um all of them are games that i would like to 100 percent, but mm. probably will honestly never get to um mm. at the rate of release like i still have games that i haven't played since 2022 uh, according because steam you can sort by last time you played right yeah i've got january february march april may all the way up to now like wow that i want to go back to but there's this new thing that i want um mm. more than i want that previous one mm. yeah well and stretch you're like notorious for huffing games uh, of, of yeah, the true. usual people on the pod you're like persona 4 yeah it's like a 10 hour game uh how I- what about you? What's hey, Rod, I've got that? 76 pages of guide uh, notes. Uh, it's been a day and a half. Uh, yeah. What was what? Uh, I'll have to look up what I think my, that was Final Fantasy. Yeah, what my final Final Fantasy. Um, that one was massive. Uh, it's going to take a while to load. If my webcam starts chugging, it's because it's trying to load my guide document. Um, okay. My. With, with games, for all of the games that, like, I get through and I, like, absolutely huff, um, 
when it comes to new games or new games that I'm not sure about, I always give it like a five, six hour test, but I always make sure that it is a time that it's like, it's at the day. It's like just after I've woken up, I've already gotten like done with anything else that I need to get done that like, I always want to make sure that the game has as much of a chance to, for me to get through that initial hurdle to like really lock into to play. Um, mm. Like Sea of Stars was one that just came out also on Game Pass that um, I reckon I would really enjoy. But the only time that I had to try it out was, you know, after a full work day and then gym and then cooking and then like sitting down at 8 p.m. and just being like getting through like an hour and just be like, nope, not not fucking happening. Not today. Mm, you don't want to deal with the uh, Fleshmancers. I'll make yeah. you quit a game in less than an hour and just give up on it. Uh, uneven, uh, uneven achievements. Uh, achievements not divisible by by two or five. Okay. Um, uh, and normally, if there's some kind of like core mechanic that just doesn't gel with me, like if if combat, I don't like get into. I will probably drop it. Mm. Um, normally, Soulsborne games, you know, those kind of stuff, I won't get into as much. I'll try them. I've, like, played all of them for at least 10 hours. But the, the idea of losing progress so repeatedly, like, I'm big into story gaming. If it's a multiplayer-only thing, I'm I'm not even going to pick it up, uh, likely. Mm. Um to, to go back yes uh my final fantasy 16 guides document was 74 pages um including uh, including the the table of contents <laughs> jeez <laughs> jeez that's nuts and from that there was still there was still seven guides that i had totally written but it just they weren't going to be worth it to to publish mm. well here's uh, Another question I'm curious about, because I, I I'm I don't think we've ever talked about this, but there's you know a lot of people have that um like there are people who play like they just play League, they just play WoW, they just play a fighting game or two, right? Like they only have that like video games to them is one or two games for the most part, right? Um, I don't think any of us can afford to do that. Um, but do you have like a home game you always boot up? Like no matter what new hotness is out you always play this game, like, at least once a week, more than that. One showdown. Uh, I will go back, and I will 100% complete Spyro the Dragon on the PlayStation 1 at least once a year, mm. normally twice a year. <laughs> okay. But th th that's just because you like speedrunning. Uh, yeah, it's like a little bit of speedruns, but it it's a lot of comfort as well. Mm. You know, like, I'm not... I'm not doing it in some crazy time. You know, it's taking me like five, five, six hours, um, which is not a crazy time to put that in perspective. Like speed runs, get it done in like three and a half. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I, I do a, a knowledgeable casual playthrough. <laughs> Fair. Um, but I, I don't have anything that I'm just like, I will always return to this. It used to be destiny. But then with the move to Destiny 2 and just all of the people that I played with also like going off and becoming adults after college, um, 
I just, you know, don't have any other games like that. I, I guess my, my go-to thing week to week would technically be Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's, that's, not fair. That's, for, that's for fucking nerds. That's not a big, like, no one plays <laughs> D&D. Don't look at last week's episode. No one plays D&D. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, last week's episode just doesn't <laughs> exist. Thanks. Yeah, yeah the, the lost hundredth episode of the Tech Raptor <laughs> podcast. Right. And then for, for you, it's Hunt Showdown. That's that's like your comfort food, your comfort game, kind of. Yeah, I mean, we rage quit it this week, but we'll be back for the event. Like, I, I don't know what it God, is. You're such a, you're such a bitch. Masochist. <laughs> um, right now, we just bounce between Battle Bit and Hunt Showdown. Okay. Um, but we're both waiting uh, for CS2. So I play games with the same person every single night, pretty much. Mm. Um, and it's usually multiplayer stuff. But oh, yeah. Hunt Showdowns, we've been playing it since day one. We take breaks here and there, but we always come back. Mm. Yeah, see, sometimes I do wish I had like, um, I had that kind of comfort game to just like something you can just boot up and it's I like, wish. you know, I mean, like there are games where I know like I would love for that game to be it. Um, I just don't have that time because like I Forza Horizon easy that that's like a game you could just like it's perfect for it too because of the, like the quick resume on Xbox and all that right you're just like bam you're mm -hmm. in you're driving and you're just exploring and doing dumb donuts or something right uh, that or like Street Fighter I, I do want to like have a fighting game where I'm just like kind of playing it you know like every now and then but it's also like really quick to fall behind on because that's such a skill-based game where it's like you need to keep paying attention you know it's not very chill necessarily i mean a single player one for me right now is f123 mm. um primarily because it is a really cool experience with vr headset and steering wheel oh and it you is have... really really cool mm. you have both um, i like that I steering both, wheel yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I originally tried it without the VR headset and then realized it had a VR mode and I got into that and I haven't looked back. Like, it's it's pretty and dope. You, just and if you would look back, you'd see the spoiler on your car. Uh, <laughs> yep. And for yeah, some I've reason, a, I'm on F1 TikTok. Um, I've got a... One of my best friends is super into Monster Hunter. And the like, he talks about like getting to rank 144 and like unlocking G rank and doing this and that and like, I don't know if if 140 no. makes sense. Th that's really high. <laughs> yeah, like he plays it so much. You know, he he'll have like full sets of every single armor, and it's just like I wish, I wish I had because I'll like look at all of these games coming out and be like, look at all these. These all look great, and they're like, yeah, but I'm playing Monster Hunter. And I'm like. I don't like at a at a core level. I don't get that, and I wish I had that. Mm. But also, look at all these cool games coming out, and then I just yeah. like bury my face in them like cocaine, mm -hmm. um, and and play them all. Yeah, I mean, Monster Hunter is one of those games for sure, right? Where you can like that's your only game. Um, I guess for me, I find it very difficult to like put that investment in there because it's like, like it's not a living game in that once monster hunter rise came out monster hunter world 
is it's like it wipes your like you know what i mean it's like it's that you can't yeah. carry any of that progress over right it's a totally new game it's it's not like, it's not like playing an mmo mmo that yeah exactly that just mm -hmm. keeps fucking going yeah um, so like because i know there are people out there who like they play an mmo and they're like i gotta collect all the armor i gotta get all this shit gotta do all that right and yeah like rut's one of them and at least that it's like even years later assuming the servers are still up right you yeah can check in on that progress or like have a living relic of it you know yeah i, I mean i could literally resub to wow right now and hop onto my character that i created in 2007 mm. the one that has like over three years of playtime yeah <laughs> but yeah, I, I wish i had it but i just i just that's that is not me as a gamer i need to consume mm -hmm. and i know that i'm a monster because of it and so i consume yeah, you consume and you move on to the next. I mean, to yeah. be fair, there's enough to consume. It basically makes up the same amount of time that people put into an MMO. Mm -hmm. And oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it depends on oh, like your sure. play style too, right? For me, I enjoy single player experiences, but I am a very competitive person. So tactical shooters um, and things like that really appeal to me, which is why I put as much time into them as I do. Mm -hmm. but there's something about like breaking that scale ceiling and feeling very good about where you're at mm. but you don't get that with a fighting game because that's like the single player competitive i'm fucking dog thing. shit at fighting <laughs> games like i got bodied at e3 mm -hmm. just playing the demo of one of the soul caliber games and nick was just laughing at me the whole time <laughs> um so it, i mean it's bad i'm, I'm a button masher i don't want to learn the the combos mm. that's I've never been able to get that muscle memory, but like muscle memory for a flick in in CS is comes naturally for me. You got that. I I come into fighting games as like finding the meme, finding the gimmick that fits me, that's funny, and I I fucking roll with that. Like I <laughs> used to be a really competitive, and I mean I, this is like tangential to fighting game almost, but Smash Bros. Yeah, I used to have a really fucking good chic and a really good um and a really good adult link but then once like i kind of got into fucking with pikachu and like getting in with the quick hits with the down a's and then like letting other people be fighting on the other portion of the stage and then like leaping over them and dropping a thunder in the middle of their fight and just fucking with them i just i'm a mean fucking pikachu mm. um and people hate me for it and i get bullied and so i die first and then I spend the rest of the time <laughs> having fun and laughing. And then you like rain my, my friends over. will play like oh no items to do it seriously. And it's like you motherfucker, I'm an item. <laughs> I am a stage hazard in wait. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. But we so we just like to bring it back to like the year, right? There's a lot of yeah. games out. Mm -hmm. uh, we just got done with TGS, right? Well, TGS is about over. Like the announcements for them are um and we've gotten a few announcements for just things that are going to be coming out early next year and i don't know about y'all but i'm starting to feel like i don't know if the ride's ever going to stop i think we're just in a new a new era of video games where there's just a lot of big ones that are going to come out forever and it never stops i said I to the guy team the other day like it used to it used to be seasonal, right? Like you would have some limited releases January through July. And then after that, it would go bonkers. 
-hmm. but in the past two years it has not stopped like every single month has a number of either blockbuster releases or like mid-tier releases that just keep coming i think we're just in a different world now the the rate at which you can launch games compared to the past where i think the the game changer was as everybody adopted digital um a little bit more inside baseball and if this is too inside baseball for you right we can cut it out but i know i remember having conversations when we were talking about hiring our first full-time person and that first full-time person was going to do guides and there was legitimate discussions that we had. It's like, okay, well, if they're going to be doing games for these times of the month, then what are they going to be doing in the off-season? <laughs> and the industry sold. It never materialized. For you. Yeah, much, and that was, that was what, like ball. August of last year, I think, was our first full-time yeah. hire. We're now up to five for transparency. And I was legitimately worried, will there be enough work? And uh, <laughs> I was proven wrong. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like I we do a flex time system where if you work over 40 hours a week, you start to build up flex time to take off extra time off. And it's pretty regular that our full time people have to take extra time. Mm. Um, like I'm but looking at like, guys, I want to give you like take time whether off. you have flex time or not. I want to give you the last two weeks of the year off. And I'm thinking, like, can I fucking do that? <laughs> Am I going to be able to do that? Well, uh, I mean, at least in December, like what comes out, it's the Far Cry Avatar game. Yeah, uh, that's it. Something's right? going 1.0 in December as well, but I'm hoping like by the 14th we're done. Mm. And then I'm just yeah. like, guys, take the rest of the year off, and then January is going to be a shit show. Um, wow. It's, it's just nuts, man. Like I'm looking at this list that we put together, and it is September 22nd, and there are 15 more large releases for the rest of 2023 mm -hmm. uh, that's what like, the hell that's like 90 that would have been the entire year in the past yeah oh for sure no it's mm -hmm. been it's been a bonkers year because yeah like looking ahead like we've, we've got another like a dragon coming out in november we've got the the triple header sonic mario spider-man in october 20th uh, Persona 5 Tactica, the Avatar Far Cry, and then immediately into next year, we've got another Like a Dragon game. Uh, we've got Tekken, we've got Persona 3 Reloaded. I don't know how different that will be. Uh, Suicide Squad, I see our note here is Suicide Squad Lamau, February 2nd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, which, you know, one of our writers just got to, two of our writers actually just got to play. And, and a third will get to play it soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, I wonder if that'll be a big game, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's only 100 hours. It's fine. <sighs> I can't wait. Yeah. No. But I, I kind of feel like it, we're at this point where no matter what kind of video games you're into, like, I feel like if people, you know, like, like the, the term gamer or who identifies as people who plays games is the most varied it's been ever right like even people who play games like candy crush like i think there was a weird uh era where people would look at people who play candy crush and be like you're not a real gamer right they'd be kind of weird about it and gatekeepy but now i think it's pretty widely accepted that if you played a video game no matter what the fuck it is well, you know you're a gamer right last week they announced resident evil village is coming to the is coming the to the iphone yeah yeah like that's a real it's, video game if you want to be gatekeepy about it 
It's crazy. What? I talked I talked to some people at work last night because we had an event and uh, somebody was just talking about games and I just didn't even realize they were a gamer. They just didn't seem like the type. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's crazy to start talking about games and realize people you work with, you don't really talk about it much are like super gamers. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just cool like to have a, a hobby that is much larger than it was when we started when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, to be like, oh yeah, X Y Z game, and they're like, oh yeah, I played that. All right, let's yeah. talk about that for fifteen minutes. Yeah, and the the thing is, I feel like there's such a breadth of games coming out too that it's like no matter what kind of games you play, there's probably something you're looking forward to. At least, like I, I think it'd be difficult to say only one thing, but there's at least one thing you're looking forward to in the next couple months, I'd say. And then we've been seeing so many like cool cross sections of like fandoms and cultures and stuff that it's no longer like people are being like less, you know, like this is my bubble. People are like wanting to share more, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in movies, we just saw that pop off crazy with Barbenheimer. Um, And I know that in the gaming sphere, we had that like crazy when Doom and Animal Crossing released uh, (laughs) within the same time frame. Um, you know, to have to have Sonic, Mario, and Spider Man come out at the same time, I've been waiting for for Mario Man memes to like start showing up or something. Yeah. Um, just as as these weird crossovers continue to naturally happen in gaming. Well, yeah. now you can do Kamehames in uh, Fortnite. Kamiyamama. Kamiyamama. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm thinking too. Even uh, like racing game people. Forza is coming out, motorsport, right? Um, strategy type of people. I mean, City Skylines, right? Which I know it's not like grand strategy, right? But it's got that energy of, yeah. like, that's not an action well, game. The, right? the, what's that Pharaoh's game coming out that just oh, got Total Total War Pharaoh, right? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I just, well, and like on the heels of Baldur's Gate, I just got emails today about two new CRPGs mm. um, that are coming out later this year too. So it's like there's the Warhammer one. Uh, Rogue yeah, Trader. The Warhammer one. I don't remember what the other one was that I got. Yeah. It's, but I don't know. It did. There's just a lot. And yeah. cozy games have picked up a lot, like chill vibes games. Cozy mm-hmm. games. Like if you're... Cozy games are aggressively huge. Yes. <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, if it's you're not, that, if you're not looking Lord for. the Rings cozy game announced? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw Tales, that last Tales, night. Tales of something. Tales of Tales Tales from, something. Tales of the Shire, I think. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. It's, it's, if it's Animal Crossing, Crossing Lord of the Rings, I'm life. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, fighting game fans have been eating good for the past year, and will continue to eat well until at least you know Tekken Eight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So RPG fans are drowning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because well, because RPGs are inherently really long, right? So it's yeah, just, yeah. Well, even even then, to have like Starfield and Baldur's Gate, and you know, we've got uh, like more Final Fantasy coming, and there's been Final Fantasy, and and uh, I guess RPGs, a term has now become more broadly encapsulating. Yeah, but, but I don't think we should be here to de- to debate what is an RPG. And how is it That's different a from a JRPG? Yeah. yeah. Play the games you want to play. Don't care about labels. Yeah. Well, because every game is an RPG, if you think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
You yeah. play the you play the role of something. the role of something in every Someone. game. Come I, back I, I know Str- Stretch is like he's like racking his brain trying to find like the one game that that proves the exception to the rule. Like even in everything, you play as everything. You play the role of literally everything. Super monkey ball. You play the role of a ball. Well, no, you're just you're just a. a you're the stage. You don't even control the ball. You, you you're not the, the main role, character. And I'm, I'm role-playing role play the sta- ball. Or a stage, yeah, you're uh, the stage. <laughs> can we down? Katamari Damacy, you play a little guy. Yeah, he's a good little guy, though. Even that one, like, uh, Apple, that iPhone game where you build, like, uh, roads? You're an architect. Yeah, yeah you're the, the mini metro or whatever. Yeah. Sim City, City Skylines, you play the role of the mayor slash architect slash builder slash god. <laughs> Sims in general, you're god. This is, this is going to be my week. I want you to know. I'm going to be... <laughs> I think we broke it. This is your white whale. <laughs> We're going to get an all-caps DM at like 4.30 in the morning. He's going to have woken up in just a sweat. I got it. Yeah. T- typing of the dead. You you play a someone trying to survive in a haunted house, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow! Stretch's like dumbfounded on this one. He is. <laughs> I think we ruined this. What's, what's the most idle idle game I've ever heard of? Uh oh! Hey, kittens game. Let's go back to kittens corner. No, no, no! In 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 kittens game, you're a programmer. <laughs> you just pull up the, pull up the console commands. That's true. <laughs> I feel like okay, even idle game, right? Like even, yeah, even idle games, like you're technically managing a city or whatever. So yeah, or like you're playing a god or something. Things. Yeah, yeah. It's like what's an what's an idle game that you press start and then you just never interact with? Doesn't exist. A movie. I. Bandersnatch. In every idle game, you have to click to upgrade and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're doing a level of management. Yeah. I yeah. think Bandersnatch is a good one, though. Yeah, but I mean, you you do have to uh, choose options in it, right? Like at some point. But yeah. but you're, you're still not role playing on a role. No, well, because but, you're not doing your your. It's the choices, right? If you uh, you are choosing, yeah, if you're how... making choices, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, watching watching streamers <laughs> yes that is that's my favorite video game the game of the year 2023 watching streamers <laughs> wow but, uh, i think yeah. we won this round buddy <laughs> <laughs> you, you've won the round you haven't won the war yet fair but we can we can move on from me trying to. It's gonna be a, a podcast discussion discussion for the next twenty years. Just every week we just check back in. Have you have you thought of one yet? Have you figured out the game? <laughs> but, Guys, I've got one this week. Nope. Yeah, assuming you'll have time too. That'll be the week that we the week that we need to take off. We'll just upload a silent sixty minutes of of audio, and it's like. <laughs> We sit in contemplative silence thinking for games where you don't play a role. You know, and if if you're listening and you know of a game that you think would fit it, shoot it, shoot it to us. Yeah. Comment down below on YouTube or something. I'm I'm really curious if, if there is uh if there's something out there that we're just not knowing. 
uh, where you don't play the, you don't play the role of anything or anyone. Um, but I think you know to look to look back on like maybe final thoughts here and wrap up the show a bit. We've got 2023 still is in full force. Uh, we still have got a couple months until December, until the game of the year shows, until we do our games of the year, right? Um, and like Rod said earlier, there's like what 15 at least major releases between now and then. Um, yeah. And I'm just curious, kind of round table here, what's the next big game, and and how many days until you have to think about it? You know, when does it come out for each of you? Like stretch, what's what's your next big game of this year that you're looking forward to? I think the next big one is Assassin's Creed Mirage. So I've got mm -hmm. a week and a half. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Clock's ticking. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right. What about you, Dave the Diver? On I, I gotta say, I gotta say, Assassin's Creed too. In terms of what's next, like after that, it would be it would be Alan Week. Mm, fair. Alan and I, Wake. So you've got a month and five days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of, uh, the the ambitious, aspirational answer for me is Phantom Liberty, and I've got four days from four days. time of recording <laughs> to absorb Cyberpunk 2.0 and get to the point where you can do Phantom Liberty. And uh, I, I realistically don't know. You're definitely going to want to start. That's, yeah, bite-sized. Well, I mean, they said that... They said that persona that <laughs> persona 4 was a was a 60 hour experience and i did that in like 30 so yeah i don't i still don't know how you did it but sure uh, that was a fun weekend i had a blast <laughs> that weekend yeah and i mean even between those it's uh lords of the fallen and forza motorsport and like forza i'm not as keen on but i'm curious about because it's on game pass or will be on game pass so like yeah you can so check play. it out but I will be 100% playing it, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to min-max the cars because I don't understand how any of that stuff works. I just want to go fast. Yeah, and I, I think I kind of prefer Horizon anyway, the vibe of it, just because it's chill, whereas Motorsport's like very competitive, right? So, yeah. Actually, That actually makes me realize I'm going to quickly hit install on Lies of P so that when we're done <laughs> recording, I can then go downstairs and, and actually try it. Oh, yeah, Party Animals came out. That's going to be fun. But Jackbox is also in like three weeks. Yeah. I will say there's one coming out in November called Station to Station. It's like a little what indie. That. What is that? Um, you literally just build train tracks and connect different things. It's just this chill experience. And I'm hoping to close the year out with that. Mm. And just vibe making trains go from point A to point B. You, you want to close the year out with that instead of Modern Warfare 3. Call Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. I can't I can't handle children screaming. Uh, you know, like yeah. my name is Andrew. Fuck, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so rude. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's I think that that's a good good spot for us to stop with this with this episode. I feel like this has um, been a really cathartic like venting a little venting. <laughs> it's just us bitching about how many games there are. The number it's, of games is too damn high. Yeah, it's honestly that's the thing though. It's like the best problem to have. It is also just still like a time management uh challenge for all of us, I think. High school me would be in heaven. I'm Adult slightly you is in hell. hell. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed this cathartic, selfish episode of ours. Um, and let us know down below what's what's the game that you're looking toward to the most in these next couple of months. Or honestly, are you still trying to get through Baldur's Gate 3? Or even that, Tears of the Kingdom. Because honestly, I bet there's probably some of you out there that are still working on Tears of the Kingdom because it's just a massive game, right? Um, so or let us know in the comments down below. Or start, well, eh, I mean, if you like Starfield, I guess. Yeah, let us know if you're, you're playing that too. 100 hours in, leave me alone. Um, if you want more content from us, uh, we're at techraptor.net where, uh, believe it or not, there's literally no shortage of new previews and reviews um, out there just because... Uh, you know, it's a lot Wait, of games. It's a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> I've I've got I think two, a preview and a review coming out at the end of this week. So keep an eye out for those. Um, but if you want more of this show, we will be back in your feed next Monday, and we will see you then. <laughs>